Hey, there he is. Welcome to the crossover. I am Maddie G, and this is Matrix. What kind of drink have you got in your hand, Maddie? What, what do you got I today? Got these little, these little uh, sunsheets, the little in my oh, standard squeezes. So the lemon. That's a nice colored standard squeeze, by the way. Yep, baby blue. I have not seen the baby blue one before. I actually drank coffee out of the pink one yesterday on the show with Skitty for the heat check. This is, of course, the crossover each and every single week. We do a breakdown of the schedule. We, we look at waiver, waiver targets. We look at the players of the week who we have loved doing it. Matty, we've got a whole bunch of fun coming up, mate. We sure do. I'm excited. Let's get into it. Let's, let's do it. Welcome to the ultimate super coach and fantasy sports show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Maybe we're just saying, I mean, look, I think we should go with the squeeze of the week, really. I think we should start it off with that one because without a shadow of a doubt, you've got your baby blue in your hand. And this is brought to you by our good friends, the Standard Squeeze. Don't forget to use promo code INSIDE15 to get 15% off your order. And you can use that code like as much as you like. You can see a standard squeeze bottle above Maddie's head. It's not product placement. He literally has one in every single room in his house. And he has one beside him right there. Maddie, what is that you've got in your hand there, mate? Mate, that is the original standard squeeze. Um, I've actually got a double shot one here somewhere. Um, but yeah, look, you squeeze it. You do the perfect nip to pour into your cup or just... And um, yeah, always make sure that, yeah, always make sure you get the perfect um, squeeze. You can actually put them in the freezer and everything. I did it uh, did over Christmas. And um, yeah, you just go put the plastic bottle straight in the freezer, keep everything cool. It's great. And talk about keeping it cool, mate. Backwards hat and all, who's kept it cool for you this week in the NBA? Who has been your squeeze of the week? Who has been the player that you love watching? Well, look, Denny Adia in like four games was phenomenal. Um, he went and got himself, you know, 23, um, 10 and six in one, 19, 13 and nine in the, in another game. And then in those down games, he went and got a cool 15, four and four and 15, five and one, um, got over two steals twice in the last week. Um, and yeah, for a player that's only rostered in 67% of leagues, um, I think that, that warrants a pickup in almost every league. And I want to use my standard squeeze of the week to bring this to everyone's attention. Yeah, he's been outstanding. I'm going to give one to uh, – yeah, he's been fantastic. I'm going to give my standard squeeze of the week to Kyrie Irving. Like mm. Kyrie Irving is without a doubt my absolute squeeze of the week. Kyrie has been on fire in Luca's absence. And maybe it's inflated because of Luca's absence – but sometimes we forget about how good this guy is. 40 minutes a night, 36 points a night, 4.8 threes, 6.3 rebounds, 6.3 assists, 2.5 steals and almost a block shot a game, almost shooting at 500 for the week and plus 900 from me free throws. He has been the top ranked player in fantasy this week, just outside of Jared Allen. And Jared Aaron played one bloody game in France. It does. It doesn't count when you get to go onto a tropical island. Not that Paris is a tropical island, but you get to go on a holiday. Kyrie Irving is without a shadow of a doubt absolutely cooking. And you know we kind of disparage Kyrie a little bit because he's Kyrie, Maddie, but he has been on fire lately, mate. 
Um, I actually own him in multiple leagues this year, so you have disparaged him. Um, I've been pretty high on Kyrie and probably been a bit disappointed, but there's going to be certain points throughout the year where he absolutely cooks, and there's going to be certain points in the year where, you know, it's Luca's show. Um, but yeah, quite often people are down on him because of the, because of the flat earth and, um, and a few other things (laughs) that he's had going on in the, um, in his life. Um, he's a bit of a strange cat, but, um, Fantastic basketball player, should be rostered. Um, and yeah, as long as you got him at the right times in the draft or you're trading him, you know, as a buy low situation, hey, you ride these highs. Oh, you too. And I think he's been outstanding. I have him in our I League competition and he is there in a in a 20 man competition. And you're looking around for guys who could possibly be first round value deep. And I think I was like, was it the 18th or 19th pick? Like it's atrocious. You had the number one pick, didn't you? Like you had you you yep. got number one pick out the gate, and and you're taking Jokic because triple doubles is a category in this league. So when you're looking for guys who are really really good that deep and who you would consider quote unquote first round players, it was for me undisputedly Kyrie Irving, and I took him with my first pick, and I'm very happy that he's riding that one out there. And I guess that brings us to a nice little bit of interesting news. So let's roll this one. Yeah, we've got some interesting news around the NBA with the Dallas Mavericks. That actually just remind me, Pascal Siakam, possible Dallas Maverick, seems to be one of the trade rumors that's going around right now. They seem that that is an option coming near the deadline for them. They are eyeing that according to Yahoo reporting that today. Maddie, any rumors that you've heard about today in, you know, or in the last couple of days for NBA rumors and trades, including Pascal or anything else? Look, not really. If just the normal ones, the Lakers trying to get involved with Dejounte Murray. Um, that sort of sounds like it's been on the works for a week or so. Um, I see that as reasonable. I think D'Lo will probably get moved. Um, he should be. Uh, we need to free D'Lo. He's been. Um, he's scored he thirty nine today. today. Yeah, um, but we need to free him. Um, he's getting absolutely. Cucked on that team. He needs to. He needs to be freed. He's he's good enough. Yeah, he is. And look, you can hate on D'Angelo Russell, one-time All-Star D'Angelo Russell, as much as you want. But he did come in and make a positive change in this Lakers squad last year. And to see him marginalised with all these roster retoolings, it, look, I don't know what kind of environment it is, but it, it always happens that there's a scapegoat. I think we said this last week. It's just historical now. Look back to those yeah. old Cavs teams. You know, look back to Miami. Like, actually, you know, the first time in Cleveland, there was just nobody there. You can't blame Mo Williams. You know, there was just no one around the bloke pulling teams up with, you know, Il- Ilgauskas all the way to the NBA finals. You-, you can't do that. But when he's gone back there, we know that, like, when he was away, it was Chris Bosch wasn't good enough or someone else has to take this, like, or it was Mario Chalmers. Going back to Cleveland, it was Kevin Love, you know, and then it was Russell Westbrook last year. Like, we've seen this. Like, I can't play with these young guys. See you later, Lonzo. See you later, Brandon Ingram. You know, it's this is the effect of LeBron in many ways to the detriment of his legacy, one would say. But you're right, man. D'Lo just absolutely was on fire today. Yeah. And look, one of the performances of the week right there. And I'd just like to see him move to a team, probably a worse team. Um, yeah. And then we start getting fantastic fantasy value out of him and actually get to see him play. Like he's been out there playing. Um, he's been coming off the bench. He's been. Yeah, just uninspiring in these lineups. So, 
Yeah, he exactly right. He's been uninspiring. So it's good to see him get moved out there. The Apparently, the market for Zach Levine has been quite rough as well. So no one's really keen to be moving around for him. Obviously, with the trade package that he's going to offer, his contract is just massive. It's so, it's so big. And also not really keen is Andrew Wiggins. Do you think a change of pace for Andrew Wiggins could impart some new vigor to this bloke? Or is he kind of just looking really cooked now? No, I, look, it was only a year ago that he was a great piece for the Warriors. Yeah. I don't really know what's happened this year to him. Um, but, yeah, maybe a Levine, Wiggins sort of thing. But it's hard. Like, you're not going to get anybody buying into this, either of those guys with those big contracts. Like, you need yeah. somebody wanting to get rid of another big contract. And that's not really what Chicago at least want to wanna do. They don't. And, like, what do you do? Like, you do a package involving Chris Paul to, like, Chicago? That's not what they want. Like, yeah. No. No, you're right. And Chris Paul is a name that comes up, and especially with his handout being injured right now, he can mentor, you know, like he has Kobe White and these young bulls or Ayo DeSumo off the bench, who knows. But you got to think big money. And when they come off the books and when they come off the books sooner rather than later, and I think that's why Chicago wants to make a move on that one. The only other one is this whole – Murray Pace. Obviously, the Lakers have been one of the hottest names. There's other names. The Knicks have been after him. People have been after him all day long. DeJounte Murray is the player that they're engaged around the league with. They have talked to the Lakers, according to Woj. So what are you looking for pieces like that? Lakers are certainly giving up, as you said, D'Angelo Russell and draft capital as well. Do you think DeJounte Murray is a fit for the Lakers? I think he is. I think it's an awful fantasy fit, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, fantasy fit-wise. What, what do you think is the impact there in that trade? Oh, I think he loses six points a game, um, defends, I suppose, their best guards at times and just absolutely falls off the wayside fantasy-wise. I think Reeves gets a bump. Um, but, yep. yeah, I just think that they use him as a defender, not even as a distributor there. And, yeah, he just becomes like the 80th best player instead of whatever he is at the moment, like the 40th or 45th. I've got one. I've got a name for you that's I think is a really interesting trade rumor because this was the big one that dropped to me today that got my ears up a little bit more than other things for fantasy impact. Gordon Haywood, mm-hmm. a Laker? I mean, maybe he's better than Torian Prince. Well, this is this is the big news today. This guy could be looking at a, a buyout, apparently, according to the Hornets now. If they can't move him at the deadline, Charlotte is very much entertaining the thoughts of dropping him, according to Jake Fisher in the trade deadline. I was very curious by this one. Like Jake Fisher retraded this one out. They're okay to possibly just drop his contract, and it's quite a lot of money. And if he's then open on the buyout market, he'll be looking for a contender. Gordon Haywood could very much end up on one of the best teams and take a ring away because he's been out in a little while now for the Hornets coming back in. This is a guy who they need to, as you said, he's better than Torian Prince. If you put out Gordon Haywood in that team, it looks a lot more interesting in LA and possibly to rival the Clippers, who although I know they beat them this week, but I reckon the Clippers are a better team, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. 
Um, you know he's only like thirty three, Gordon Hayward. Like he probably does have a little bit of puff left in him. Like I feel yeah. like people talk about him as in his as if he's thirty seven years old. Um, he's so good. Just, yeah, just injury ridden. Um, and was playing really well. Like was the top was. forty guys at, at times this year. Um, yeah, I understand the buyout because they're going to be tanking. Um, yeah, Charlotte again this year. But yeah, averaging yeah, fourteen look, and a half points, four point seven rebounds, and four point six assists. This year, yep. those are yeah. good numbers, mate. Yeah, I He's think provided. there is. Yeah. I think he has a role on a on a good team. A hundred percent. You can see him literally going to any team in the NBA and actually being a meaningful contributor. And talking about that, talk about a contributor. Let's look at the preview. Let's get down to what's happening across with the injury reports and all the teams across this way because Gordon Hayward pops up on that one. Let's look around the league and do a bit of news because this is the NBA news update and some injuries across the league. Mate, lead us off, big dog. Take another sip from that standard squeeze and get to it. Mate, let's let's start at the bottom. And um, Jakob Pertl will be reevaluated at the end of this week um, with his ankle injury. Um, hasn't played for <laughs> quite. Can I just say that was low-key the best Drake reference I've heard in a long time because we've started from the bottom literally because there's nothing to talk about in Washington. You started from the bottom with the Raptors. Yeah. And now we're going to get here to the top. Started from the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Here. Good. I love that. Um we actually traded Wemby um, during the week because, did. look, Wemby, Wemby is playing on a minute's restriction, won't be playing back-to-backs. And, um, yeah, look, it's not really good for his fantasy outlook and we're a fantasy basketball podcast. He's still got a triple-double in, like, 20 minutes the other night. So he's still going to just be the great man that is Victor Wembenyama. But... In 20 minutes, I think that he's probably a sell high at the moment. Yeah, and again, not playing back-to-backs is going to impact them, and that's one of the things that's happening this week. Victor Wembenyama has a back-to-back this week on Friday and Saturday versus the Hornets of the Wiz, so we could rest there. Sacramento, Kevin Hoyter, your favorite. Can you say Hoyter for me? I love it when you say Kevin Hoyter. Kevin Hoyter. Oh. It's very saucy. He's questionable for Sunday's game with a sprained ankle, so we'll keep an eye on that moving forward into this week. Shaden Sharp has abductor soreness over in Portland and is out for his second straight game on Sunday. Could carry on into week 13. Abductors, Maddie, people just don't come back from those in a game or two. Like That can be like a week or three weeks at times as well. Yeah, and I see a lot of people picking up Malcolm Brogdon. I think that that's probably a pretty good add with um, with Shaden out. Um Brogs was good uh, when given the opportunity this year. Um, and I wonder if he's another trade piece that might get moved at the deadline. Um, mm. But, yeah, look, I don't think they'll rush Shaden Sharp back because Portland haven't been real real good. They're just looking to give Scoot and some guys a bit more experience. So. Yeah, and get blown out by 60 points in the process and not seemingly caring about it and just rolling them back out there the next night to pick up the pieces. DeAndre Ayton and Ibu Abaji are questionable as well for Sunday. In Philadelphia, and we touched on this one earlier, Philadelphia is still out for the 76ers. Now, they believe he's going to be back on the practice court early this week. Uh, Kelly Oubre set out Friday's game with a sore toe, but looks to return this week, and Rocco is still out in this time. You could probably say quite safely that one of the best players in the NBA has been Tobias Harris. Like Tobias Harris has been absolutely cooking, Maddie. Love to see that one. And I've said it from the very beginning. Tobias Harris 
has been, I've always think of him as like one of those absolutely safe as houses players. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing wrong with him whatsoever. And if you are talking about houses, make sure that if you're looking for a home loan or refinancing your place, jump into our mate uh, Ryan's DMs. You can use promo code INSIGHT to let him know. He takes care of mortgages all around the country. If you don't get pigeonholed into one lender, he specializes in residential home loans with over 50, including all of the major banks. Reach out to him for all your personal loans or banking matters. Ryan and Astute Newstead on 0431 766784 or email ryanh at eganwealth.com. And again, use promo code INSIGHT to let him know. But, mate, how's this Harris? Toby Harris, he's been on fire this week. Like, he's a top 10 fantasy player. Can you believe it? Yeah, and got played over 37 minutes in the last couple of games that he played. Um, did have a rest at the end of a back-to-back at the start of the week. But, um, yeah, 32 and 37, I think. And, like, yeah, yeah. I think it was 10 and 8 rebounds or 10 and 7 rebounds. Like, yeah, 10 and 7 great. rebounds, 500 from the field all week, perfect from the line, from the free throw line, three threes in one game. But just the rebounds, the three steals last game, like getting some stocks here and there, just huge. Like it was a plus 19 on the week, and that's what you love to see from Toby Harris. Mate, take us away. What else is going on across the league? Um, yeah, Fultz and Jingles are still just getting managed there. Um, yep. Franz Wagner and uh, Wendell Carden Jr. are still sidelined. Um, yeah, I'm sort of half keeping my eye on Fultz. I'm really mm-hmm. hoping that he um, his minutes start to ramp up and he becomes an ad in some of those deeper leagues that I'm in. Um, yep. Jalen Brunson missed Saturday's game against the Grizzlies. Uh, I did wonder whether maybe... You know, they saw the Grizzlies on the slate. That's a little bit of an easier one. And they took the opportunity to to give him a bit of rest. Um, the Pels, CJ McCullum missed Saturday's game with an ankle sprain. Um, Brandon Ingram missed as well. Um, so I'll be keeping an eye on that. Uh, Trey Murphy missed one with knee tenditis. Um, Zion got a rest on Saturday, um, but they're playing on Monday. So, yeah, looking to keep an eye on some of those Pels because most all of those guys yeah, will be back-to-backs. every league. So. Yeah, exactly. And that's back-to-back. Look, I dropped Trey Murphy this week as well in a league. I think it was one of our – I think it was in our my league where I just dropped Trey Murphy. I had, I had Dante Givincenzo. I needed to make a move on one guy. I had to pick one or choose one. And they've been managing Murphy. He's coming off the bench. Predominantly, the Pels have been pretty healthy lately. And they've put together a really good run. But yeah, as you said, like it was a back-to-back. They probably rested on that one. But Minnesota, Anthony Edwards is questionable for Sunday's game versus the Clips with a knee contusion. That could linger into week 13. And he is questionable, not doubtful. He hasn't been downgraded as of recording. So we'll see how that carries over. But who is doubtful in Miami is Jimmy Butler. He is still out with his sprained toe. This is one of those toe injuries we were talking about can just kind of linger, like with Kelly Oubre as well. Like You just don't know how long these toe injuries flare up. Tyler Hero was questionable with a shoulder strain, and Caleb has old knees slash a knee contusion. So he's a game-time decision. Now, that could possibly impact Week 13 as well for the Miami Heat because it's a back-to-back on Sunday, Monday. And if they do play on Sunday, they could rest on the Monday if anything flares up, or they could miss the Sunday and play the Monday. So we're keeping out on that one. Mate, this is your team. Tell us about your Memphis Grizzlies. 
I, this could be an absolute goldmine for fantasy owners. Yeah. Like, you know, you see Jar out. Um, Des Bain now has a sprained ankle uh, in, a, in a walking boot. Um, Triple J didn't play last game. Sani Eldama um, has been a good rotation player for him. Marcus Smart's now out for five to six weeks. Um, honestly, um, I've, I've added X in basically all my leagues. Um, Vince, uh, V-Dub, Vince Williams should probably be added. Um, they waived Bismack Biombo. Um, to sign him, he's been really good. I think he had – let me have a look at what he had today. 17-8-8 eight eight today, flirted with a triple-double in 36 minutes. Um, the opportunities there for a lot of guys that aren't rostered, your Luke Kennards. Um, Santi Aldama getting minutes. As you said, Xavier Tillman is going to be getting run, man. Like there's – I think you're bang on. It could just give you options left, right, and center. And it's across the board too, like Luke Kennard for a game if you need a guard. And he's point guard eligible too, which is an interesting thing about Luke Kennard. You know what I mean? Like, so I had a, we were just talking in our insight league. I had a claim out, I had Scoot Henderson, but Tyus Jones was on the waiver wire. And I was tossing up that if I didn't pick up Tyus Jones, like if my waiver claim didn't go through, I was just jumping straight on in and picking up Luke Kennard to, to get a bit of a burn because, man, you're spot on. I think it's a bloody gold mine right now. Yeah. And, Look, these could be season keepers. Like I've even been mm, looking at Zaire yeah. Williams in some deeper leagues. Like he had, he was playing north of twenty-five minutes there at the start of the week in most of his games. Like, look, I'm just looking to see who gets the burn. They're probably not even like Derek Rose. Like that, he probably won't come back and play too much um, if he's injured. Uh, he might get a run. Like Johnny Conchar could go through a fantastic streak. Like we see him play <laughs> more than 25 goated. minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like honestly, like with how many injuries, they – isn't it a, a strange coincidence that Jar goes down and then suddenly all our best players are injured at the same time? It reminds me of that year that Steph Curry got injured, Clay Thompson got injured, and then suddenly <laughs> they just started tanking. And yep. look, they made the wrong pick. They got Wiseman, but I see us trying to get a lottery pick this year. It's Look, I think it's on the cards at this point, and we can't dispute it. Look, I think what they will do, and they did it to begin the season really, really well, I think the Grizzlies have tanked well to begin the year better than most other teams have. Like, they did not start off great. You know, they can still go out there and they can still roll out Triple J and Desi Bain and oh, it just doesn't go their way. And those guys could look like heroes in fantasy. Xavier Tillman was one of the hottest ads in the NBA fantasy season to begin off. And then all of a sudden it didn't work out within what, five games? And Bismack Biombo got yep. bought in. You know what I mean? So we had that. But now he's been pissed off out of town. Kenny Lofton Jr. is a Philadelphia 76er, I'm pretty sure. Now, yeah, like yeah. Kenny Lofton Jr., like <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day with the big fella over in Philly, but look, sure enough, he is. So Tillman's going to get burned. Aldama's going to get burned. Conchar, Canard is now back and healthy. I do think we might see the key pieces play because we saw them play, and I think they'll play well, but I think they're going to be very much in contention because you've got to look at where the standings are right now and what, ha- like, again, it all it, it's all about the standings. And the Grizzlies already, are the third worst team in the West. They're 14 and 25. So keeping them with that lottery odds and where it pans out, there's not a lot of options for them to suck more than they do now. 
because they can't get worse. So it's got to be like in the East, you've got the Pistons on three, the Wizards on seven, Charlotte on eight. So they're pretty much locked in. So they're not, no one's going to come near them. Over in the Western Conference, you've got the Spurs on seven, Portland in 10, and Memphis on 14. I think Memphis is just going to keep the status quo as they are, play where they are, see where Portland goes. They're not motivated. I think we're going to see what we're going to see, and that's going to be pretty much it for the Grizz because they can stay their modus operandi the same as what they are right now. I think Atlanta is going to get better. I think Toronto is going to play well here and there, and they've got better records currently than the Grizz, mate. So I think you are pretty much locked into a fifth, sixth pick next year unless fate goes your way and you get a better one. And that's great. And that's a great result. Yeah, it is. Like if we're not going to, like, you know what, we straight scrape through and get the 10th seed. We're not making any noise this year anyway. Um, look, great. Let's let's pack it in. Let's uh, bring it back next year. Pack it up. Pack it in. Let us begin. I've got more rhymes than it. What's that? I've got House of Pain. I've got to remember that one. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron missed Saturday's game against the Jazz with peroneal tendinopathy. Uh, do I sound like a doctor, like one of those fancy doctors? Yes, I think he has peroneal tendinopathy, uh, which is an ankle injury. Uh, Cam Reddish exited the game with knee pain and did not return. Indiana, Tyrese Halliburton, as you know, has a grade one left hamstring strain. He's going to be out at least another week because he's going to be out for at least two weeks. So look for him to be out again this week and early into uh, week 14, at least for that one there. Jarris Walker is questionable with illness and Naismith will sit on Sunday's game versus the Nuggets with Shin Shin, Shin Shawness. Uh, Houston Tara Easton is going to be mid uh, reevaluated about halfway through this week. Look for an update later on. And Golden State, mate, you mentioned him. Steph Curry, he rested against the Bucks. Moody is going to be reevaluated later this week. But the impact here, Maddie, what's the fantasy impact with the Warriors? Draymond Green could return on Monday or Wednesday. What happens in Golden State fantasy wise as a result? Um, is it Jackson Davis? I think his name is. I yeah, Jackson Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah, they've slowly been dropping his minutes anyway. Um, I see that he only played 18 today. Uh, where he was playing that sort of mid-20s, probably in preparation of Draymond Green coming back. They moved Kaminga to the bench as well there. Um, yeah, it just seems to be that sort of situation where Dre's going to come back. Um, Podziemski, though, played really well today and will probably not be affected by Draymond Green coming back, maybe lose a couple of assists or something like that. Um, I think Pod's probably a hold, but I think, Jackson Davis, uh, for those who got on, hey, it's been a great ride, but yeah, he's probably going to yeah, go back to 12 minutes a game or something. Yeah, and you could probably say and or argue that Pod will probably get a contention for rookie or first team or second team, and no one saw that coming possibly at the beginning of the year. He's fielding well, but I think his value was always probably more tied to Clay Thompson's than anyone else in the lineup, and especially with Chris Paul being out as well. Right now, it's, it's definitely going to give him a bump either way you look at it there. Uh, next one over in the works is the Detroit Pistons, Bogdan Bogdanovich missed Friday game with calf soreness. Yeah. In Dallas, Lucas missed the last two. Lively's been out, but Exum's been out in a heel injury. Just what it is there in Cleveland. Now, this is a good report from Cavs reporter Evan Daramel. Uh, sorry, Damarell. Uh, Darius mm. Garland is going to be a spectator for a few more games, was the quote. So you could probably not to ha- expect him have any action this week in week 13. Keep him stashed in your IR spots. Could be a return in week 14, which seems to fit to the timeline. Chicago, Maddie, it's pretty much just Patty Mills. Uh, not Patty Mills, buddy, Patty Wills. Patty Williams. 
Yep. Yeah, look, they're just a basket case in general. It doesn't matter whether they've got injuries at the moment. Um, but, look, it's good to see Zach Levine healthy at the right time when they're trying to trade him. Um, but, yep. yeah, Pat Williams has been um, has been out, of, out a bit there, so he's still out for a little bit again. Might be back towards the end of the week, I think, so. Yeah, absolutely there. Anyone, what's else going out with the uh, rest of the teams over East there, mate? Mate, we were talking about uh, Gordon Hayward. He's still out. Mark Williams is still out. Um, look, he's been questionable for about three weeks now, so that's great. I've added him and dropped him trying to get on the uh, bandwagon at the right time because <laughs> I'd love to have him in my teams. But I do really need um, I do really need people that are playing games at the moment. Um, Brandon yep, Miller's doubtful for Sunday. I wonder now that Lamelo's back um, whether he loses a bit of puff. Um, because Terry Rozier slides across there. Um, PJ Washington is doubtful as well. Um, I am considering dropping him in a couple leagues. Mm. Um, Cody Mark, yeah. Cody Martin, and uh, Frank Miatina um, is back. Should be back towards the end of the week uh, that I was reading, but they're questionable at the moment. Um, Dayron Sharp, um, he'll be out for a little while there with in Brooklyn. Um, a couple of weeks there. And um, DeAndre Hunter in Atlanta, um, look, looking to increase basketball activities. And I love it when they give us some, you know, some vague, like this, like vague. Yeah, yeah. Increase yeah. basketball activities. Like you don't know if he's at time zone just playing the little basketball game or he's actually running yeah. and getting involved in contact drills or anything like that. Um, Did you ever have that, that basketball drill game like that that moved? Do you know the one that was like you you do yeah. it and then when you got like a certain like it was like it would go left to right and you have to try and hit the moving target one? That was yes, the best. Yeah. Intensity. Intensity had that one. That was the best. That was like years on many first dates and first, I still I still play it with my wife when I go to the arcade just so I can feel better than her at something because she <laughs> pretty much beats me in most other games. That's that's the best one. Um <laughs> We should wrap up our basketball activities and get onto the preview of this week. Because you're right, DeAndre Hunter and where's Matthew? Is it where's Matt? Where's Matthews is still out, isn't he? Oh, yep, yeah, not really yeah. fantasy relevant there, but yeah, he's out. Yeah, not really anything fantasy relevant. What is fantasy relevant is the basketball schedule for this coming week and week thirteen. Let's take a look. He's heating up. Maddie, take us through our games and our days, mate, and our slate there, mate. Big. Big day Monday uh, with 11, only three games. And on the Wednesday, and then it sort of plateaus out. We've got five on Thursday, eight on Friday, eight on Saturday, and six on Sunday. Um, Pretty good week spread-wise. Like, you know, maybe you don't um, need to attack the schedule too hard this week. Um, Yeah, just due to um, that Friday, Saturday, uh, Sunday. Yeah, it's kind of like a like a fill as needed place. Like you can't, you wouldn't look to roster anyone on Monday right now in rosters unless you're filled up with eleven games, twenty two teams playing. You've probably got a chance there. We'll take you through the back to backs, but the best low volume days are your Tuesday and your Thursday, as Maddie said, with three and five games. The Thunder and the Kings. There's some good news for you, Thunder and Kings fans out there. You are the only two teams to play on Tuesday and Thursday. So with those being the case, we're probably going to look at options like Lou Dort, Kaysan Wallace, Isaiah Joe in OKC. And over in Sacktown, we're looking at Malik Monk, Harry Barnes, uh, Kevin Hoyter. Can you say that again for me, Maddie? Kevin Hoyter. Kevin Hoyter. Oh, yes. 
Kevin Huerta, and Trey Lyles. Now, mate, who has, do you think, one of the best schedules of this week? Um, the Spurs have a really good schedule, and Trey Jones yep. just went and dropped 30 um, in the last Great. game. Um, so, proud, yeah, proud Trey that... Jones owner. Proud yeah, Trey yeah. Jones owner. Fantastic. I was until I dropped him in all leagues, so that's great. Um, but he's playing the Hornets and the Wizards this week, uh, the Spurs are. Yep. So, look, yeah, look, there's a there's a bit of value there for Spurs players. Um, look, Wemby's going to be got... playing them for 20 minutes as well, so that's great. Yeah, Zach Collins, as you said, Zach Collins is still out with them right now, but they also play the Celts and whatever, they might get spanked by them. But they also play the Atlanta Hawks, and they don't play defense. So we know that they give up like a million points a game. So there's a good one there. I think the toughest one probably this week, mate, is the Sixers because they play two back-to-backs and then Joel Embiid, if he comes back this week, like when do you come back? And one of those games is against the Nuggets as well. So that's just that's just a tough schedule. That's brutal, especially for a team that's already hurt by Joel being out. And it does suck probably for the guys that are rostered, but I don't think they really care back-to-back-wise if it's like a waiver-wire pickup. They're just going to throw them out there and give a, give them some burn anyway. I don't really know who you'd target. Like maybe Melton should probably be rostered. I know that I've dropped him in some legs, but Melton should probably – they don't really go too deep, these – Billy Sixers no, at the moment. Look, is there anyone you can sort of think of to, to look, pick up? Paul Reed. Paul Reed is the only guy because people haven't been. It's really weird that people haven't aggressively pursued him. Like Marcus Morris gets minutes when when Embiid's out and Paul Reed's out there, so he's one. Kelly Oubre seems to be the only streamable target, and when he's available on your waiver wires, it's hit or miss. Like those are the only guys who are really coming up more than anyone else for me, as far as I can see. On that one. Uh, look, the Lakers and the Knicks, they have homestands this week, whereas the Pacers, the Thunder, and the Spurs are all away this week. But, Maddie, four game weeks, I'll do the fours and you do the threes and the twos for us. I've, like in four games, there's lots of teams. There's shitloads of teams, mate. There's the Hawks, the Celts, the Nets, the Rockets, the Pacers, the Lakers, the Heat, the Knicks, the Thunder, the Magic, the Sixers, the Spurs, the Raptors, the Jazz, and the Washington Wizards. Um, are our four game week. So there's a lot of there's a lot of four game week guys to get value, but where it fits in there, we'll probably play into more later on. Uh, who's got the three and two gamers, Maddie? So three games, you've got the Hornets, the Bulls, the Cavs, the Mavs, the Nuggets, the Pistons, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, the Timberwolves, the Pels, the Suns, and the Trailblazers. Um, and two games who you probably shouldn't target this week are the Clips, the Bucks, and the Kings, although the Kings play those low volume games. So you could probably yes. look to maybe add those because especially if it's like a waiver wire target, because yep. you're probably not going to play those guys in those high volume days anyway. So Exactly. So on the 10 game days, and especially if you have the spot, like you don't need to stream in a guy. So you could probably stream in like a Malik Monk for the, for the Tuesday game, for example. Oh, you need some more rebounds or assists or whatever on the, when maybe you get Kevin Hoyter and if he's playing, cause we know he's been out recently. So we're watching Kevin Hoyter with his injuries. So we're kind of, but Trey Lyles then does become an option in Sacramento. So just see how it goes. But if you've got a guard spot and you've got a forward right now, who you don't like, and it's the worst player on your team, well, you drop that guy, you pick up Malik Monk if he's available. 
it's not going to take up that roster spot on Wednesday anyway. You can roll him out there Tuesday and Thursday and make the most of their two games, drop him, burn him, and play into a back-to-back. Now, Monday and Tuesday, again, hot. High volume day Monday. So you're probably not going to want to get a shine out of it is the Thunder and the Sixers. There's none on Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, though. Now, again, Wednesday has the 10-game day, Thursday the 5. So look at what your needs are on your roster before you start going. Like, look ahead to your – Matty, people sometimes just don't look ahead. Like, I've messaged you guys. I'm like, why did you drop them? I'm like, oh, I didn't check my roster. Like you just add a guy because you want them or you think they're a hot property, but you don't look at how it plays out for availability and roster spots during the course of the week. So before you add a guy, make sure that you can get the maximum amount of games from that ad by checking your roster in advance for the week ahead. Like that is crucial sometimes. So Wednesday, Thursday, you've got the Timberwolves, the Knicks, the Raptors, and the Jazz. Maddie, Thursday, Friday, who we got there and who we got through the weekend? Oh, we've only got the Pacers, and TJ McConnell should be rostered in basically should all. Be um, yeah, absolutely. I know I used my uh, high waiver wire picks for that. Uh, Bendik Matherin's been really good. I know I just added Buddy Hield, but that's because I realized I was playing Braino, uh, a player short in the last week and still pumping him. Um, so yeah, have, have a look at those, have a look at those paces. Um, but on Friday, Saturday, you've got the Hawks, the Hornets, the Sixers and the Spurs. I know we had a chat about Paul Reed. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. we just keep an eye on um, Embiid's status there. Uh, with the Spurs, you've got your Trey Jones. With the Hornets, um, depending whether Brendan Miller's um, healthy or not. Um, and with Look, even Jeremy Sohan. Sohan in the Spurs yeah, as well yeah. has been available, like picking picking up here and there as well. Um, so there there is magic to be made there. The Rockets, I'd only probably say Cam Whitmore with – being reevaluated, Tara Eason this week is the only guy there. The Wizards, Denny Advia, as you shout out, your squeeze of the week. He is readily available in a lot of leagues. So look out for him. And on Sunday, Monday, the Celts, the Magic, and the Suns. So looking probably there to finish the week strong and cap it off there. Celtics, like Al Horford, Magic, you'd be looking for whoever's available and who's back from injuries by the end of the week because we never know with them. And in the Suns, you're looking like your Eric Gordons and your Grayson Allens and those. Back to your paces, guys, though. Isaiah Jackson has been killing it in per minutes again. He's played 18 and 17 the last two games on the paces. He's gone for 12, 5, 2, 4, and 3 blocks. He's got three blocks his last two games in 18 and 17 minutes, respectively. So if you're looking to chase blocks down, I think he's a really nice shout as a, as a pickup you can make for this week, Matty. Yeah, I big guys that have Jackson fan. I've been holding him in uh, Dynasty for about what feels like about oh, three really? years right now, and finally, finally getting a bit of puff and uh, and run out of him. But um, yeah, look, I think I think he's good. I don't mind him. He um, is. I have seen. Obi Toppin probably looks a bit better now that he's getting a bit more of burn with the um with the second unit as well. Um, I know he's. And I'm still just not sure he's. You don't expect that. Yeah. This, no, you don't. Yeah, you don't expect it, that. You don't expect day. that, but you also don't expect him to have no defensive stats for a long time now. It's been four games of zero defensive stats for Obi Toppin. I'd at least expect him to put his hands in the way of a pass at times for a deflection, maybe a block shot, but he's had none from the last four. We like the efficiency. It's been really good from him. It's coming off threes as well. He's getting that last game. He didn't take any threes, and that was the 100% efficiency, like you said. The rebounds are nice. There's some peripheral stats there, low turnovers. So, yeah, you could definitely get some burn off my my boy, Obi Toppin, who I did have higher hopes for this season. He just hasn't – like, I expected him to be a top 100 player at the end of the year. 
Yahoo he's has him currently ranked. He's the 97th ranked player at the moment, man. Don't uh, so I'm, don't don't ruin your hopes too much. I just don't no, no, know no, no, like I, what people are watching. Like really, like I don't know why he's like I don't own him in in every league. Um, but it's probably due to some of those peripheral stats that I need. I'm not a really massively high points guy in the leagues yeah. where I've got him. But he scored over 10 points a game. If your team goes up. Like, if your comps go 144 deep, there's no reason not to own Obi Toppin. I'd probably prefer Obi Toppin than Isaiah Jackson at the moment, really, because I Ooh. see him as a guy that you can hold for longer. Isaiah Jackson always goes through these little, you know, these little <gasps> runs and plays well. He just well flirts with us, doesn't he? He just, and then he he just, just flirts with us and says, oh, I can do it. Yeah. He just disappears <laughs> yeah. then. He really does. He just gives us this like, hey, I'll let me buy you a few drinks. Hey, can we go to dinner on Tuesday? And then he never calls you again. It's just it's just yeah. this guy who just looks you up and you get all hyped up for like, it's happening. Ajax is happening. It's ha- Do you remember last year when it was set to be, he was going to be the guy that rolled out there and then Jalen Smith got the minutes? And then it happened exactly yeah. the same way again this year where Jalen Smith all of a sudden is in the starting lineup and you're like, Rick Carlisle must genuinely hate this bloke, but he can give you some good bonus defensive stats that Toppin doesn't do, which does remind me though, if you are a punter and you want to make the best out of bonuses and betting, then get onto Bonus Bank. Use promo code INSIGHT for 25% off your first month of subscription. They taught you all about on their online tutorials for less than $1.90 a day. So it's like less than two bucks a day. You can make the most out of the bets. Like, hey, look, Bet With Mates is giving a $100 bonus bet right now like how do you match that betting service bonus bank teaches you how to do it get onto them 25 percent off your first month subscription if you use promoted insight maddie who's who is there any let's do this one waiver targets of the week is there anyone who stands targets acquired anyone yeah, you love um yeah jabari walker from the portland trailblazers uh played 32 minutes in his last game um shooting 54 percent um, what was it? 17, 13, three with a steal. Um, with the steal. Portland are bad. Turnovers will kill you. Yes. Portland is so bad. Yeah. Portland is so bad. Portland are bad, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't look at them for fantasy. It's a completely different comp. Um, and if I had a drop of the week for me, and obviously I look at drops as people that I've owned. And um, I'll be looking to get off Andre Drummond this week. I sort of held on for a little bit, um, but Vooch is back. Vooch is looking better as well. Like in the first couple games, it was like, well, Drummond started, Vooch came in, but Drummond still got his. I think we're going to go back to where we were before Vooch was injured now. Um, Drummond's droppable in all leagues. Yeah, all leagues. He should just be living out there on the waiver wire thinking himself he is still playing a bunch of games. Look, with the Friday, Saturday back-to-back and then being um, lower volume days on eight and eight games on Friday and Saturday, I think one of my pickups again has been Nick Richards over in the like over in Charlotte. Now, they do only have three games this week, but you can get that value off the back-to-back set. So I am kind of looking at that one. If I'm in a pinch and I need some field goal percentage, he shoots free throws at a decent clip. If the last two games, he's been 100%. But overall on the season, he's been 750, which isn't so bad for a center. He's getting you a block shot a game. He is getting you rebounds. So I am kind of looking at that Friday, Saturday back-to-back with the Hornets as an opportunity to stream in Nick Richards. Also looking for some value from the Magic on my Sunday into Monday with the 
center by committee with Gogo Badadze and Mo Wagner. And I also think one of the other guys I'm really looking to get into my team is Jaden Ivey as well. He is uh, available in many Yahoo leagues, funnily enough. I'm just going to bring up what he is here. He is up 9% now. So he's gone up to 59% in the wake of the Cade Cunningham injury. His last games, he's been getting volume. He's taken 17 shots, 18 shots, and 19 shots. So he's going to be putting up points, which is what he does. 22, 19, and 18. He's getting you some rebounds. He's getting you steals. He's getting you blocks. He's just randomly filling the cup for you across the board. So I'm probably looking at Jaden Ivey there to get me some games this week, especially uh, with the Pistons. You know, they've got a good run this week. So, you know, why not roll them out there for those three games interchangeably as well? If we're talking about the Pistons, and I know we might be running a little bit long, um, but if you're looking at the Pistons, um, apparently the coach... Apparently, staff have went to Monty and said, hey, you need to play Jaden Ivey more. So yep. um, it looks like he's going to get a bit more of a run. I sort of went the other way because I couldn't get Ivey. And I've got Killian Hayes and Alec Burks in a lot of leagues. Yep. And Alec Burks, where he was a 20-minute-a-game guy, seems to have turned into a 30-minute-a-game guy. Um, yep. And, like, he is point guard, shooting guard, and small forward eligible. Like, I see him as a guy that can get some big minutes. Of course, Boyan's injured at the moment, and maybe you'll end up dropping him in a little bit. But not just – look, Jaden Ivey, definitely the premier guy to get in um, if he's not owned in your league. But I think that you can probably get Killian Hayes and uh, Alec Burks in some of those deeper leagues as well and just have a really good run out of them. Yeah, look, it's it's by committee right there right now. Like just like the Miami Heat, whoever's playing is playing, and they're not very good, so they're not motivated. And with Kate out, there's just more opportunity for Jaden Ivy to play. But he was a guy who we were a little bit curious to start the year with what his role was going to be. I still think he's probably going to be better in the starting unit. But they've showcased Cade, I feel, so much this year. And it's like we don't want them to showcase Cade. Of course, he's Cade Cunningham. We want him to absolutely freaking shine. But guys like Jaden Ivey also warrant a look in these lingers, especially at times with Cade being out. And he's showing us what he can do. And I think long-term, that's a look there. But you're right, mate. Let's wrap it up. That's in the bun. Mate, make sure you like and subscribe and leave us a review. We're going to start reading out some reviews on the shows, Maddie. So if you can rate us five stars, give us a review. We will read out some of your reviews and shout out to you on the podcast across Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, whatever you get your podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe. Click the bell right here on YouTube and get notified when our episodes drop. Mate, we'll see you soon. You've listened to an Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Cheerio.